Guys, welcome to the second episode of Character Over Calling, the podcast. Will you clap your hands? I love it. I love it. Guys, before we even get started today, I need to tell you something that's been on my heart. It's very important to me. I need you to know who's here with me right now because these are the people that don't have to be here and they mean the world to me. And I love them not just for being here, but just for who they are as people. Today, I've got a very, very special guest doing feedback for me in the mic. Gabriella, she's a human resources executive. She doesn't have to be here right now because she she makes big big executive, big money, (laughs) big money. And she doesn't have to be here right now, but she's here. We got Cameron. He is a a, a a maestro. If I use, did I use that properly? Is that correct? Well, he guess he is that. Whatever the people that be doing the composing and so, he do all that. Jacob Collier, watch the, out. This version, he's that. Okay, <laughs> Janae, uh, banking exec. Okay, Austin future producer. He's just going to be a millionaire. I don't really know how to describe what he does, but he does everything. Chris, y'all already know he's the only barber in Columbia that will be able to retire in his 30s because he is just like that. Okay. Patrice is a pharmacist. Okay. Kiana is a public health administrator. She runs somebody hospital and she making up all the money. (laughs) Will you all just clap your, clap for y'all, clap for yourselves. Can you, can you just clap? Everybody didn't clap. Oh Lord, we done knocked something. Anyway, guys, we're here. Second episode, this episode, guys, listen, Uh Uh-uh. Get your hand off that phone because I saw you getting ready to click off. Get back on here. (laughs) This episode, this second episode, guys, is something that is very close to my heart. I know I said that about everything. Everything is close to my heart. Judge your mama. Listen, Mm. this episode. Yeah, that was rough. That was rough. That was rough. Right there. Yeah, it was. Sorry, that was pent up. I've had a long day at work. Mm. I've had a long day at work and I need focus. This episode And I want you, if we were in church, I'd tell you, turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor and say, neighbor. Neighbor. Thank you. Thank you. Because y'all got to say it collectively. (laughs) (laughs) Neighbor. Neighbor. I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, this episode is called Managing My Emotions. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Managing my emotions. Guys, listen, I'm getting ready to get really serious right now. I need you to pay very close attention to what I'm getting ready to say. As a matter of fact, come here. I want you to lean in. I'm getting ready to say something that is going to blow your mind because some of you have been dealing with this and you've been trying to figure out how to work your way through it. But I believe that there are at least 37 people who are watching this podcast that for the past several months, you have been struggling with feeling like you are behind in life. Mm. And if that's you, you can, you don't, don't, you don't have to comment. But you can just pay attention to this podcast, and I want you to know that you are seen and that you're heard even when you're not speaking. And I'm getting ready to help you. I'm getting ready to free you, as a matter of fact. There are a few of you that have been dealing with the fact that spring is graduation time. And that around graduation time, many people who were not able to finish what they started begin to feel feelings of regret. Hmm. And I need you to know that there is no reason for you to regret not having the opportunity to finish what you started. That's powerful. Is it powerful, Gabby? That's powerful. I'm going to let it sink in for a minute. There is no reason for you having regrets about not having the opportunity, not having the resources that you needed to finish what you started. 
because all of us have different circumstances. Isn't that right, Gabby? Yeah. I, I, I really do believe that all of us come from different backgrounds. All of us have different life circumstances and situations. And sometimes it's very easy to look at others and feel bad about what we may have going on. I, I mean, I, I don't know. You tell me what you think. Definitely. I know personally a couple of people who graduation season is always hard for them because mm. they didn't go the traditional route. And I know someone who cut off most of her friends last year around when we were all graduating oh from God. college because she was seeing all her friends graduate and she knew that that wasn't her situation. Mm. And so it was hard. And I think we all know how dangerous it is to line our lives up next to other people and we're hearing about a situation right now that is clearly rooted in insecurity uh, based on the fact that she couldn't handle that there were people who were moving what seemed like beyond where she was. But you understand, and, and, and I don't want to offend anybody, so uh, uh, you all correct me if I'm wrong. There's plenty of people in here who can tell me if I'm wrong. Insecurity is not an, a feeling and not something that you deal with by force. Hmm. Let me tell you. And before you, before you click off of this and, and you get upset with me, you get pissed at me, I don't care. You can choose not to subject yourself to your insecurities. I believe that. You can choose not to allow yourself to fall victim to the season that you're in and seeing other people around you look like they're moving past where you are. And the dangerous part about it is that some of us are measuring our success in comparison to the people around us. And for that very reason, we have no idea what actual success looks like. I often say this quote that complacency is the enemy of progress. It is. But there's another C word that is the enemy of progress as well. Do you all know what that is? Say, like, what is it, Tyson? What is it, Tyson? Th that other C word is yeah. comparison. Comparison is the thief of joy. Absolutely. And so you realize that some of us are living in a season right now where we have failed to celebrate ourselves for all the victories that we've experienced over the past several months, simply because of the fact that we've been focusing on other people's successes in comparison to what looks like failure. I said what looks like failure. Because failure, again, is one of those self-inflicted feelings. You have convinced yourself that you are a failure because your life looks nothing like the people around you. Your journey looks different, and instead of you embracing that, you have spent much time pursuing what has already left you, what has already been taken away from you, instead of just adapting to what your new lifestyle looks like. Ouch. Hmm. <laughs> worried about something that's not yours. You're worried about something that's not yours, because what do people always say, Gabby? What's for me? Is for me. Is for me. How do we even get to that point of settling with that? How do we get to the point of just realizing that that is literally... Like, it, it, it's just okay. It's, it's okay not to have everything that everyone else has. How do we get there? That's a tough one. That's a tough one. I, it takes time. Like, you, it's hard at first. You can't lie and say that it's not. You have to mm -hmm. understand what you're looking for, what you want, and understand yourself and know yourself. If you're constantly looking at the next person, looking at what this person's doing, what that person's doing, you're never going to get to that point of being comfortable with what is for you because you're always looking at them, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes and what they're going through. Mm -hmm. You got to look at what's for you and what works for you. And Gabby, that literally takes me into my next point uh, of this topic. You have to be careful about comparing yourself to others without considering their circumstances in comparison to yours. 
You're looking at people who have graduated with college degrees, but had parents who were making six figures who mm -hmm. could afford to either pay for their education or had the credit to leverage. Oh, you know about it. You know about Sally Mae. You know. Oh, OK. <laughs> Not Sally OK, y'all. Y'all don't know Sally Mae. You, oh, you, well, that's a blessing because I know her very well. I know Sally Mae very well. And she knows me. She remembers me. OK. Or your parents had the credit to leverage with Sally Mae so that you could get loans to cover all of your education. But th th there's a different group of us that have had to struggle with the fact that all of our progress and all of our success was based on what we brought to the table. Mm -hmm. And we're robbing ourselves of the opportunity to be happy by measuring ourselves next to people who have never had to deal with what we've dealt with. You're looking at people who have only been college students and who have never had to work. And you're saying, well, why couldn't I finish in four years? Probably because you were on shift from 12 to, uh, to 7. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Every night going into the morning. And so then you went home and you laid down and then you missed that 8 a.m. several times and then you failed. And so you had to repeat a semester and things just kept happening and happening. And I need you to realize that it's perfectly okay. It is literally okay. There, there, there is literally no problem with your timeline not measuring up to somebody else. Does that make sense? Progress isn't linear. Can you say that again, Gabby? Progress is not linear. Mm. Progress is not linear. And so what happens is that sometimes we make this quote, and it sounds funny, but it's, very, it, it's a very common quote, and we say, you have to celebrate the small victories. Right? Have y'all heard that before? Small you, wins. You have to celebrate the small victories. Let me blow your mind real quick. What is a small victory? Okay, waking up in the morning. Waking, ooh, I almost knocked this microphone over. <laughs> almost knocked this stand over. When your hand went up like this, that was almost it for me. What's, what's even crazier is, is this point that I'm getting ready to make. How can we ever call one victory small in comparison to another? I would even submit the fact that there are no small victories because the adjective small supports the claim that we're making right now that we often compare ourselves to other people. Your victories have never been small. They've only been yours. Hmm. And mama used to say when I was real young, Tyson, stay in your lane. I used to say whatever, and I get slapped in the mouth <laughs> beside the point. But she would tell me, stay in your lane. What I'm saying to you today is that you're robbing yourself of the opportunity to celebrate your victory without having to put a size label on it because you won't stop comparing yourself to the people around you. Hmm. Yikes. <laughs> yes. Is yes. it on? Is it on? <laughs> Stop comparing yourself and your success without considering the circumstances that led you there. Gabby, what do you think about that? I think that's perfect. I saw a TikTok. I'm always on TikTok, by the way. <laughs> but I saw a TikTok yesterday, and it was somebody who it took them five or six years mm. to complete their degree because they were working multiple jobs, supporting their family, living at home, taking care of family. And they were talking about the ways that people talked about them and how people knocked on them because, like, oh, you didn't finish in time. Like, so you wow. must have been incapable. Like, you weren't smart enough. You must have failed classes, something like that. And just... The difference in the level of privilege and the circumstances that different people go through is real. Not everybody has the same lane. Not everybody Literally. has the same timeline. And that's how it's supposed to be. Everybody isn't supposed to be the same. Otherwise, there wouldn't be mm -hmm. all of us. We would all be the same. 
and I'm getting ready to make somebody feel really dumb right now, and I don't want you to take it personal because I need you to feel dumb for a moment so that you never feel this way again. My daddy says something, and yes, I call my dad daddy because I'm a daddy's boy and a mama's boy, both. Anyway, story for a different day. My daddy always says this thing, and he says, we all have dumb moments, but some of us never recover. Mm. The time that you have spent comparing your life to people who could never walk a day in your shoes has been wasted. Not one time has your argument against yourself been valid that you've told yourself that you weren't good enough, that you were inadequate, and that you didn't have what it took to move forward. Not one time have you been right. What I want to tell you today is that before you compare yourself to somebody else, you need to give yourself a pat on the back. Not only did you start a business, not only did you uh, uh, begin a nonprofit, I'm talking to me, not only have you worked and supported yourself, not only have you taken care of sick parents and grandparents, because that's real, not only have you been everything to everyone else while dealing with your own mental health struggles, mm. but you stayed in school. I didn't say you passed every class. <laughs> that may not be your testimony. It may not be, but you stayed. During a time where it was easier to walk away, you stayed. And let me tell you something, that counts for more than you know. It means something that you kept showing up when you could have just walked away and thrown in the towel. Am, am, am I saying it? Y'all kind of quiet and I'm getting nervous. Am I saying anything? You're saying it. It means something that you decided to stay. And I've gotten to the place in my life where I'm okay with the fact that I had to stay. I'm okay with the fact that I had to keep going and I've come to the realization that even if God never explains to me why I had to deal with the things that I dealt with, I'll be okay with it as long as he shows me why it was worth it. Mm. Mm -mm. Lord have mercy. As long as he shows me why it was worth it, I'm okay. I don't mind. Because I understand that there are some experiences that I had to have. There are some things that I had to go through and there are some times that I had to feel like I was missing out so that I could be in the place that God had for me at my appointed time. Sorry, didn't mean to get churchy, but get churchy, get churchy, get churchy. I just think that that's what it is. Can, can, can any of you be honest and say that you have had to take a step back and look at your life and evaluate where you were all, and, the, time. all the time and realize that where you were is not where you intended to be? Nope. And so what do you do when you look around and the place that you're in looks nothing like what God promised? And even furthermore, it looks nothing like what you promised yourself. You told yourself that you would be further by now. What? You told yourself that your credit would no longer be a 248 by the time you turned 27. It's all right. They got services for that. They got credit repair. <laughs> That's not permanent. It's not, it's not permanent. It's not. It's not. You're going to get that car. Anyway, <laughs> you told yourself that you would be making six figures by now. You told yourself that because you said, well, if I stay at home for a few years and, you know, I stay with my parents and then I'll stack up money. And then and then and then by the time I have the money stacked up, by the time I'm about twenty five, I should have about twenty five thousand. I said I should have about twenty five thousand stacked up and then I'll be able to go and I'll be able to move out. I'll be able to do whatever it is that I want to do. And, and, and I'll be just fine. I can get the car. I can get the house. Matter of fact, I can get a high rise apartment, corner apartment, floor to ceiling windows. That's actually my fantasy, so leave that alone. Anyway, <laughs> I can have all of it. 
And then year after year, things came up. <laughs> Bills that you never expected. Okay. <laughs> Car got wrecked. Okay. So many different things happened and it felt like it set you back. But can I tell you something? And Gabby, you tell me if this quote makes any sense. You need to realize that nothing has happened to you, but it's all happened for you. Oh, amen. Mm. And we know that all things work together for good to them who what? Love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. You have to realize that it has not happened to you. It happened for your benefit. And let me and, and let me say this as well. And Gabby, I'm, I'm gonna let you talk because I, I I don't want to take I don't want to take all the time. And, and, and I want you all to lean. Take, if you're not still leaning, because I never told you to lean back. Simon says, okay, <laughs> lean back up. I want to I want to disprove this theory, and I know that a lot of you have. Some of you have been feeling like God moves and does things without consideration for His children, and this is not true. The truth of the matter is that God moves and does things without consideration for how his children feel. You're probably saying, what? That doesn't sound theologically sound. That doesn't even sound intelligent. Let me explain it to you. God is not obligated to make moves that feel good to you. He's obligated to make moves that are in your best interest. Amen. It didn't have to feel good. (laughs) It didn't have to feel good. It didn't have to look. It didn't have to sound good. But let me tell you, because the Bible says that he knows the plans that he has for you, plans to prosper you. That means that there's nothing else that could have taken place as a result of his movement. And so I, I, I know it hurt. I, I know it did. I, I, I know it hurt. I know you may have lost some people. You may have lost some things. You know, I, I understand. You may cry because it didn't feel good. But after a while, Bishop Younger says this all the time, you may cry because it didn't feel good, but you won't be able to grieve because you'll realize that you haven't lost anything at all. That's a good one. You won't be able to grieve. Everything that you had at the beginning, you have right now. That's a deep, <laughs> that quote is a lot deeper than you probably realize. Everything that you actually had at the beginning of the journey, everything that belonged to you at the beginning of the journey, you still have it right now. Meaning if it walked away, (laughs) you never really had it in the first place. Mm. It wasn't purpose you. Why? Because what's for me is going to be for me. It's going to be for me. Tell me what you think, Gabby. I'm going to stop talking. I think you're right on the nail. Okay. Faith over feelings. Faith over feelings. Faith over feelings. Because sometimes your feelings will tell you a story. They will lie to you. They will They will literally... They will lie to you. Your feelings will have you thinking, I'm going to text him. Mm. I'm going to text him because I know he misses me. I know he does. <laughs> we were together for 10 years. I know he misses me. Mm. That man is not thinking about you, baby. Not at all. He's not. He's with her. <laughs> he, he's with her. Your feelings are lying to you. I know. You thought about texting. You thought about cash shopping her. I know you did. Because that's how you used to draw her in before. I know, bro. Not bro. <laughs> her new man got a job. <laughs> so she don't need your money no more. Don't do it. And your feelings are telling you that there's still a chance, but they're lying because the reality is that you all are incompatible. I don't know who that was for. <laughs> it, was for it was for somebody. <laughs> Leave that alone. For real, though. I'm not playing. 
That's toxic. <laughs> Turn it loose. I didn't want to talk about much tonight, but I, I really want to I really want to get back to that college thing for a second, Gabby. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there are people on this video right now. You're, you're on this podcast right now and you're dealing with the fact that you feel like a failure because you won't graduate on time or, we, or you won't graduate at all. Able to keep you from falling and present you faultless mm. to the only wise father. Woo! Woo! Mm. Now. Woo! Thank you, sir. Hallelujah. Mm. All right. Guys, listen, I just want to finish by saying this. Gabby, thank you so much for being here. Of course. Thank you for the feedback. Of course. For those of you who are struggling right now with feeling lost. <laughs> I've given you all the words that I have for you. If you haven't been encouraged yet, I don't know what to say to you, but what I do have for you, and I know, I know I said, I, I did say it. I know I said this was not going to be a, 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 a church podcast, and it's not. It's a secular podcast. But Satan may be the prince of this world, but God is still the king. Mm. And for that reason, if you all don't mind, and even if you do mind, I just want to close out by praying for you because I know you've been in a state of mental torment and you've been feeling like you're a failure. And so I want to pray against that failure that's on you. I'm speaking over your life right now. Failure off of you. Failure off of you. Failure off of you. Lord, we're coming to you now. All of us who are on this podcast, God, believing that you are the God that you said you are in your word. You're not a man that you should lie Neither are you the son of man that you should repent. Hath you spoken and shall you not do it? Hath you said and shall you not make it good? God, everything that you've said about us is true. And everything that the devil has told us is a lie. And we know that because it came out of his mouth. So for everyone on this podcast today who is experiencing feelings of failure and defeat, mm, Lord, let them know that there is no failure or defeat in you. The only one defeated is the devil. And he is consistently that way. That is his disposition. And it is his responsibility. His only job is defeat. And the saint's job is to have victory. So, Lord, whoever it is that needs this tonight, that's on the edge of abusing drugs, that is on the edge of cutting themselves, put it down, that is on the edge of making that toxic decision, don't you do it. Lord, I ask that you would be with them, stretch your hand out and touch them. Heal them in the places that they don't talk about. Mm. Heal them from the things that they've never disclosed to anyone except you. We love you. We believe in you. And God, we speak now that just because it was delayed, even though we know it's cliche, God, we say it mm. doesn't mean it was denied. Amen. You'll still do it. In Jesus' name we do pray. Let all the saints say amen. 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 Guys, listen. I don't know if this episode was a little bit too unconventional for you. If it was, still come back the next time. I've learned better than to put a timeline on the episodes. I know I'd be saying we're going to release, you know, the next one, the week out. That's been a lie thus far. We're working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. <laughs> Technical difficulties. Pray my strength. Amen. And I'm a, I'm a slow writer and planner. It's okay. Okay. Thank you, Gabby. Gabby affirms me in more ways than she realizes by telling me that it's okay. Chill out.
Okay. Anyway, guys, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> oh, it's time to wrap it up. <laughs> That's my cue. Listen, y'all be blessed. I love you. I'm praying for you. Next episode coming out soon. Listen, if you haven't already done it yet, like, share, subscribe, whatever you do on whatever platform that you're viewing this on, do it now. I love you. I'll talk to you later. See y'all.